What's up guys, welcome to episode 35 of the Block Exploring Podcast, with me is Tommy as always, and as always, this episode is not financial advice, nor should it be constructed as such. Now, the state of the market at the moment, let's get into that first. Afterwards, we're going to talk to you about metaverse tokens, which are on the rise, and a move to DAOs for as a community building tool and just as a kind of bridge between um, real world collaboration and metaverse collaboration. Now, this, this week, state of the market, very similar to the last episode, state of the market, a lot of tokens are down. Uh, Bitcoin's down 15% on the seven day uh, charts. So is ETH, so is basically everything. Um, but what is on the rise is AVAX, and what is also on the rise is a lot of these metaverse kind of tokens. Um, also, if you look at the uh, MVI, uh, so the metaverse index token, that is also substantially on the rise this past week. So that's pretty nice to, to see. And I think, yeah, uh, we see a bunch of metaverse tokens on the rise. We see, uh, most notably, I think, uh, Sand and Mana. Mm -hmm. Right, Tommy? Yeah, I think, especially, yeah, exactly. These projects, which are centered around uh, metaverse real estate, land plots, and uh, what you can do with that. And uh, what people are realizing is that these uh, plots of land on the digital land is worth is going to be worth a lot especially in a project like with projects like sandbox and decentraland where you can actively build build on this land whether in sandbox you can build games your own games on this plot of land and have people come on to the land and play your game or decentraland you yeah. know you have many companies setting up a whole headquarters in there and you can run conferences mm -hmm. you can run concerts you can run a shop a decentralized i mean not de <laughs> you can run a, a shop in the metaverse where people can come and buy items as an nft but that could then be redeemable for a physical item or can come along with a physical item and that's so there's a lot of potential that people see in the space obviously and now that metaverse is becoming more dominant idea or interesting investment to make Aside from what we discussed like last week with Index Co-op and the Metaverse Index, people are really mm -hmm. interested in these Metaverse products, espe projects, especially right now we see Sandbox and Decentralized Land doing really well. And I see this tweet from DCL Blogger, who's a, like a big uh, NFT influencer. He says, he tweets, Sandbox, Som Somnium Space, Decentraland, etc. have been building for four years with 95% plus of their user base and a dollar growth happening in 2021. Imagine what's going to happen. Imagine they gave up in six months, like, yeah, because like the NFT hypes died. The secret sauce is literally to stick mm -hmm. around and keep building. So I just yeah. like butchered his tweet, but you get it right. Like they stuck at it. Yeah. They kept building. They clearly believe in a vision and there's loads of people who believe in building out a metaverse, however you define it. But clearly the projects that have been doing the best have been building, have been building and are providing real liquidity. What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think so for, for sure. Whenever I uh, look at these metaverse tokens, right? Um, I went into Decentraland and kind of looked at it. I've been doing that for the past two, three weeks. Um, just also talking to people on there and, and seeing like, how they think about it 
um, a, a lot of people on Decentraland are just kind of new to the space because of this metaverse thing. Uh, but I think an important distinction to make is uh, the actual utility of these uh, metaverse kind of creations that we see and uh, dividing them between kind of two sectors. One is more like a gimmicky gaming sector, which I think currently uh, in its very early stage, a lot of these metaverse projects um, kind of find themselves in. And on the other hand, I think that the more and more that uh, people adopt things like mana or uh, sand, um, the more ubiquitous it will become and then the more integrated into everyday life it will become, giving it more actual utility rather than a fun novelty kind of glimpse into the future-esque project. What do you think about that? I don't know. I don't know if I see this um, see it the same way as uh, right now we're quite early in terms of um, what we're able to do in these spaces. So, uh, so like right now we're getting a, t- a taster of, oh, look, you can do games and then eventually we'll be able to do this, right? I feel like yeah. all these things that you people envision that they're going to be able to do in the metaverse are happening, happening um, alongside each other. So there's obviously this gaming revolution that's happening that's occurring and doing its thing and alongside that there's people building things like virtual galleries where we can explore already happening you know there's already people having metaverse concerts or metaverse conferences so i think all these things are happening parallel to each other and gaming whether you think or these what's happening now with the gaming on them these types of platforms like i think of it as just another tool that people can use for you know social coordination or you know just because huge community online communities are being built right and they they're gonna find different things to do and uh this is probably an avenue for it right like i can imagine like okay so let's say a a dao or a pfp project right their community they want a digital place to hang out right um they but and so they've bought the community has bought this land right and they've built an NFT art gallery on it. They can gate it, token gate it. So people with only a certain amount of NFTs or or you people have to pay to enter to see this curated piece. Or you, they can set up a... Literally, you can set up a gambling, a gambling house. You can then have a concert, right? But then simultaneously have people playing this game. So it's just like all different tools for people to use. And in their percolation, if that's the right word, is happening at the same time. I, in my from what i see anyway no absolutely i i do think that indeed a lot of these kind of projects uh and and these kinds of uh, more leisure activities i would say are becoming more and more um well accessible on these metaverse mm-hmm. projects but what i uh really uh what what i really wonder about is things like the the future of like the workplace so uh imagine not needing to go to work, but still wanting some sort of um, well, physical interaction or at least uh, a human kind of interaction so that you actually see someone in a certain way. Uh, I think that Metaverse kind of will focus on that more sure. in the future and more of a collaborative platform where people can 
interact physically without being in the same physical room. And I, I think that that's just not where we are at yet uh, with just uh, technology. We just got to like VR gloves that actually give you force yeah. feedback and allow you to, to feel textures and yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, but we really need to, I think that the tech that makes it makes the physical experience relevant isn't there yet yeah. or isn't out yet. And that's what's holding back this move uh, towards a more realistic approach towards uh, this metaver- metaversification trend that we see. Uh, whereas right now, I think a lot of people are are early and a lot of people also really enjoy mm-hmm. being there in the space and being early together, yeah. uh, you know, and just seeing that uh, trying to build something, uh, trying to be early in the game in order to, well, to, to learn a lot before yeah. it actually uh, becomes, becomes ubiquitous. Or, yeah. yeah, but I, I do think that the, the entire, the way that, social interaction or more specifically kind of community oriented um, projects are launching and, and, and being upheld on these metaverse projects like mm-hmm. Decentraland, that that's really that's innovative. innovative. And I think Definitely. that this, this, this DAOification mm-hmm. that we talked about in a, a few episodes ago, I think that that's really where, um, where it shines because it's the most real space where a lot of people in DAOs mm-hmm. can meet, you know? Instead of just being on the Discord, they can actually talk to each other and see their avatars, which is a lot more real than just yeah, a Discord but, text. Um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. and But that's exactly why I view them as, as a tool, as opposed to, as like one tool, as opposed to it becoming like, necessarily the gold standard of how people interact with it in the future each other in the future because because i think as you know like i'm quite bearish on this uh idea idea that like the metaverse has to be the, the metaverse is defined as this like uh virtual world that we enter in through vr yeah. and ar and uh and then then that's how we interact with people and that that's that's the metaverse because while because i think mm-hmm. right now what are um you know the way that we interact with web3 applications and uh there's that like merge between physical life right now and our and our virtual life you know, us i believe that you know us interacting with web3 tools like decentralized exchanges inter- participating in DAOs, using all these tools to connect with each other to create economic incentives to create whole worlds, communities, and all that that's already existing online outside of what what is a what is a world that a project has created. That already in itself, like we are in the metaverse, we are interacting with the metaverse, we are building the metaverse. I feel like the metaverse is a much looser concept than just everyone put on a VR goggles, get in, and like we can interact, right? Because I think these technologies in the long run ultimately can impact the large majority of people in this on on this world right like and help uplift them mm-hmm. in many ways and ultimately like realistically in the short term i i believe our short to midterm let's say uh you know a vr headset is not going to be that accessible to to the large 
population to a large population of, or they might become like phones like most people have phones now like large yeah most people have exactly. phones right and maybe vr will go in that direction but i just don't think that's it and we don't have to think of the metaverse as like this thing that's only going to be developed in the future because right now the metaverse is being developed mm -hmm. in so many different ways it's not just a world you can interact with but it's also DeFi. it's also game of uh play to earn it's also all kinds of things so like i feel like these worlds are just like one tool to be used amongst a bunch of other tools in the metaverse that like help ultimately coordinate people to do certain things or and such i think that what you see the the idea of uh the metaverse that i personally kind of subscribe mm -hmm. to would be a move in which the majority of life happens in a digital space, or at least the majority of economic life. And um, this is done through kind of the, the digitization of the workspace, digitization of entertainment, and a lot of these factors just moving from a physical space to a digital world. I think that that's something we see and we I think we especially see it right now in the most mm. real way with with DAOs, right? Sure. With the community yep. aspects that follow yep. from DAOs. But um yeah, and, exactly right. Yeah, and I think they're they're also the most uh, economically relevant um kind of trend towards this metaverse that we're seeing uh, especially following the news of like the Sotheby's Constitution DAO that bid for the for the American Constitution, but lost the 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 bid. But it was a it was a win for DAOs. Yeah, it would have been epic if they had bought it. Like I I actually thought they bought it yeah. because I was seeing tweets that they actually secured the Constitution, but I guess they couldn't because uh, I don't know. I think there's a lot we have to learn about Sotheby's auctions because most of us aren't versed mm -hmm. in Sotheby's auctions. But like um. But yeah, it would have been such a dub if they like, um, you know, have got it. But it's an L. They took the L. That DAO took an L. But like it was a DAO, like overall, you know, win for DAOs because DAOs are are now blowing up. Like I see DAOs being created for everything, you know, and people ta are talking about DAOs and people are making a living working for multiple multiple DAOs, which is amazing because it touches upon what you just you expressed, which is like, you know, the workplace is changing the way we think about working in and you know participating is and our mental models for that are absolutely changing and it's very economically you know um relevant because this is because we i think the original the mental model for a dao was a company without a ceo essentially right it's just a, an organization mm -hmm. autonomously an autonomous organization just a bunch of people working towards a goal in the, and you know the tooling has become so sophisticated that yeah, most of the like, you know, DAOs have crazy revenue, they have huge revenue, you know, and it's all managed in this uh, decentralized, you know, way through decentralized governments, all there's so many tools that make DAOs, you know, legit, you know, incorporations that are doing uh, all sorts, right. But I what I see is like a shift from, you know, it being defined as, you know, the new company, uh, to something more of like you know a DAO is just a way to organize people towards a sort a goal and it could be anything like constitution the DAO 
they got together to buy this constitution, you know, but they're DAOs for all kinds of things. And literally, if anyone has an idea, a, like a DAO is a, is a way to, you know, make that like idea reality and through blockchain technology, cryptocurrencies and tokens and, and all these other tools, you can align incentives in an economic incentives in a way that, you know, that is beneficial to, you know, achieving this goal, but it's also then economically, you know, makes, it makes sense for the person to participate. Right. Like right now, because yeah, of my absolutely. ideas with human rights and blockchain is what I'm starting to write about. It's like, you know, I, I believe, you know, because before, like, obviously, there's a huge funding problem in human rights uh, protection and that. And that's mainly because, you know, a lot of people don't feel like they can provide, give charity, right? Or, you know, it's mainly like, you know, you're asking for grants, you're asking for, you know, government grants, donations and stuff like that, or donations from people, right? But what if, you know, you were able to align, you know, Align, align economic incentives to, you know, create community owned public goods, you know, that contribute to social goods. Why can't you create a like a DEX that, you know, like the fees, then a part, portion of the fees goes towards like, you know, like some social community project, which, you know, has been proposed by a proposal in the DAO and it's been voted by, you know, the community in the DAO. And, you know, it's, this is like so many possibilities now that like, you know, we can think about DAOs as more than just a company without a CEO, which it still can be, right? Because the tooling is that sophisticated, but it, it literally could just be clubs, clubs of people working towards yeah. things. And then like, you could literally think about the future work as being like, you can like part choose to participate in any club and you be you can be earning, you know? You can be earning from different clubs even, you know, and you don't have to be working for one person. You can be your own boss, but you're working in this collective and you own, you own parts of this collective. I think that's what there's a shift from like a mental shift from being a employee to being an mm -hmm. owner, you know, and which exactly. is very, very interesting and something that's made possible with, you know, community tokens and all kinds of tooling. But it's, I think that's sick. And that's what I think is amazing because like this, this stuff is all happening right now and it's all digital. It's all people, you know, on the, in, on discords, you know, communicating and making real things happen, getting into Twitter spaces and building companies. So like, I feel like that, that to me screams metaverse, like that we're able to seamlessly move between different organizations that we own a part of. You know, we're economically incentivized to work and, you know, contribute. And we ha then have this community that's online and we do things together. That to me seems like a metaverse, screams metaverse, which is, but also screams like, wow, the future of work is going to be different. Absolutely. Very big thought. And I think you're, uh, I think it's a good point to kind of leave it, you know, let us know what you guys think about this the future of DAOs and the the, petition, the potential application of DAOs. We're super interested in, in hearing your perspective of this. Of course, uh, subscribe, join our Discord communities, and check out our socials as always. And uh, we hope you have a really nice week. Peace.